0: You're listening to Ask Nurse Alice, presented by nurse.org, where Alice Benjamin combines no-nonsense advice with thought-provoking interviews. Hello friends and welcome to the Ask Nurse Alice podcast. This show where we talk about anything and everything nursing and healthcare related. I'm your host, Alice Benjamin, clinical nurse specialist, family nurse practitioner and chief nursing officer here at nurse.org. So, today's topic Hey, Nurse Salas, uh, quick question. If I become a CNA before nursing school, is it going to help me like understand the course a little better? Will it give me an advantage of being successful uh, in the program, like understanding concepts uh, and such? Because I'm really considering um, doing that. So I think that's a really, really great question. And I'm not going to say I'm biased, but I do have the lived experience myself of working as a CNA before going to nursing school. So I think basically the short answer is yes. Should you become a CNA before going to nursing school? Absolutely. Yes. And for a variety of reasons. And before we jump into that, though, I want to shout out to nurse.org. Thanks so much to them, because without them, we couldn't do the podcast. But also on the website, they have a great article to complement this. And the article is called three reasons to become a CNA before a registered nurse. Now, the article mentions three, we're going to sprinkle in a few other things uh, beyond that. And I hope you find this helpful. But you know, let's talk about a certified nursing assistant, CNA. I really do believe that working as a CNA before going to nursing school and becoming a registered nurse can actually be nothing but helpful. It actually gives you a little bit of an insider scoop, a, a heads up, an upper hand, if you will, on what to anticipate as a nurse. Because let's be honest, when you apply to nursing school, you know, it looks luxurious, you know, they're in demand. So there's job security, you know, we're the largest segment of the healthcare workforce. There's a lot to be a proud of when it comes to being a nurse, but it's also a lot of hard work and there's also a lot that comes with it that isn't as glamorous and quite honestly can be a turnoff, right? And that's why we've had some nurses leave the bedside. So it's really, really important that you have some insight to nursing to know that you really want to be a nurse before you start school, before you put that financial investment in, before you put that time investment in, before you start telling everyone, oh, I'm a nurse in school and your family's talking about you're a nurse in school. And then what could happen? You could get into nurse school, not even like it, drop it. And then it's like, oh, I said I was going to nurse school. and everybody's asking me, what happened? What happened? And so like to avoid all of that and to save yourself a lot of headache, heartache, money and student loans, I think it'd be beneficial to work as a CNA before going to school. I'll be honest. I knew that I wanted to be a nurse. I really didn't know uh, what a certified nursing assistant was. I knew that there were nurses aides um, and they are similar. They're along the same lines. However, as a certified nursing aide, there is a usually a state certification that says that, you know, you've been educated and you've demonstrated the clinical skills, and you've done so many hours, and you can sit for a certification test. And so you're actually certified. There are lots of people who are nursing aides. And let's be honest, when we're taking care of people, you're nursing them, you're eight, you're not nursing, like giving them medications, but you're taking care of them. So a lot of people are nurses aides. Sometimes we're, we do that, not even knowing that we're that but to become a certified nursing assistant, there is a test and a certification that comes with it. But now, why does becoming a CNA, why is that helpful when it comes to applying for uh, nursing school or before you even get to nursing school? Well, you're going to learn a lot of things before you actually apply to nursing school. There's lots of skills and responsibilities that you'll take on as you become a CNA and work as one. You'll learn and become proficient at taking patients' vital signs, assisting with activities of daily living, such as. Bathing, brushing teeth, helping someone to get dressed, uh, eating, and this is—listen, that's that's harder than what it sounds like because if you think about it and you think of the various disabilities that are out there, some people can't move their arms or legs to bathe, and so you, as a nursing assistant, have to really understand body mechanics and. Determine how to safely move the person, wash the person, get them dressed and all of those things. And you're basically helping someone who can't really help themselves. And same with eating. If someone's eating, you're going to learn about not only just, you know, how to spoon feed them, if you will, but, you know, looking at oral care, do they have the proper denture work? Is this a proper diet? Uh, You know, knowing that they have dentures or not, will they be able to chew this food? If someone's not awake or alert enough, could they aspirate? That means food going into uh, the windpipe versus the esophagus. So there are things that come along with this, a knowledge, a skill set, a critical thinking that comes with more than just the skill. You'll also learn how to do, uh, record intake and output. Now, I know some people are like, that's last on my list. That's not important. Uh -uh. You don't need a doctor's order to do I&Os. I know in critical care, we are very diligent and anal about I&Os, but we should be more cognizant of INOs and in other environments as well. So we can kind of get a heads up like, hey, they're taking in a lot of fluids, but they're not peeing. Like what's happening here? So you'll learn the importance of recording INOs and what those mean. Like whether and as a CNA, because you're not the one who's administering IV medications or those type of things, you will still be responsible for what's the patient's drinking and eating and uh, what they're putting out. And many times, especially in acute care, while the registered nurse and the licensed vocational nurse should be aware of those things. Uh, Many times it's the CNA who goes to help take care of the patient. And so you'll be providing hygiene for that patient and you'll be the ones to see that output going out like the urine and the stool. You'll oftentimes be the ones feeding them and helping them to drink. So you play a very important role in keeping accurate intake and output for patients. Also turning and repositioning patients. That's harder than what it is too. I mean, especially you take someone who, let's say, is a quadriplegic and can't move themselves at all. You will learn proper body mechanics and how to safely uh, reposition someone. And especially if someone has particular drains, tubes, devices, maybe they've had a hip fracture, you'll learn the idiosyncrasies of how to move people. Maybe if someone's a trauma patient, they have a a C collar on, you know, you'll learn how to reposition those people. And if someone has, let's say, uh, a major wound on their backside, you know, How to reposition someone to provide appropriate and adequate pressure relief. And in repositioning those, hey, I I believe the CNAs are the first ones to see this and most often to see this. They see a lot because they help turn patients so much and they help so much with the ADLs. You guys get to see the skin. CNAs see the skin probably more often than the registered nurse does, to be honest. And so, you know, getting a heads up on what what that skin looks like. Also as a CNA, you'll learn more about gathering supplies and important equipment uh to assist the registered nurse and the physician when they're getting ready to do a procedure, or do a skill, and you may be the one that's there helping them. I know physicians, well, this is more so in the ER. CNAs or EMTs, they can often help the uh physician, you know, put that shoulder back in place when it's become dislocated. So there are things, you know, getting the appropriate central line Insertion trays, like I'll ask for it, but the CNAs know right away where it is, what to get, where is it, and all those type of things. Also, cleaning rooms and bed linens, that's something that's very important. Uh hygiene. Hygiene is critical in in healthcare, disinfecting things. So as a CNA, you'll learn, you know, how to properly clean a room, sterile, not sterile, clean how to go from Clean to dirty, and not go from dirty to clean, so you can you know not contaminate things, Um, and also changing bed linen, especially if someone's in it. Because let's be honest, you can't get everyone out of the bed now, mind you. I like to get my patients out of bed. I'm like, okay, we're going to sit out of this bed for at least an hour today, if all possible. But sometimes you can't do that, so you got to change the linen with someone in the bed. Maybe they've soiled themselves, or you're giving them a bath, or their linens dirty, and you got to change the linen, and they're in there. Also, stocking supplies. As a CNA, you'll know what supplies are most used and most oftenly in your respective area. So that'll be important. Um, So it'll give you the ability to anticipate supplies, equipment and needs and care that needs to be provided. Also preparing rooms for admission. You know, mostly that is for uh, inpatient care settings, at least that's what I'm going to talk about now. But if we're getting a patient admitted to the, to the floor, it's real important that the room is properly prepared and stocked to receive that patient. So You know, when I would get report, I would always, whenever I would get telephone report, I would always, always posse up with the CNAs that had my assignment. And I'm like, okay, we're getting a patient who's here for a GI bleed. They're on oxygen. They have an NG tube. So they're going to need some suction. So let's make sure we have the canister in there. And like all of these things, you know, they're incontinent, anticipating the equipment that we need. So preparing rooms for admissions is going to be key. And also even just getting that information, although you can kind of have a room standard prepared collaborating with the nurse is important. So even if you don't have a nurse like me who uh, would anticipate and say, you know what, let's powwow with the CNA before the patient comes. Maybe, you know, there's an admission coming. You can find who the nurse is or the charge nurse is and say, can you tell me about the patient? What do we need in the room? That is a great team member. And it actually plants the seeds for critical thinking and anticipation of care. When you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. And then also helping with uh, medical procedures. So. Although CNAs cannot currently like insert Foley catheters. Hey, I'm going to need your help inserting this Foley catheter. The woman is a quadriplegic. She can't move her legs. I'm going to need some assistance with positioning um, and, you know, with supplies and things like that. So you may be, as a CNA, you may be someone who's going to assist with those things. Uh, Also, safety. CNAs learn a lot about safe body mechanics, safe patient handling, those type of things. Also, some other skills that uh, CNAs will do is, you know, helping to transport patients um, to and from around the hospital. In some places, AccuChecks, those type of things. And even if uh, CNA is not inserting the folic catheter, they learned how to empty the folic catheter. So, you know, knowing how to use equipment like that and empty drain certain drains, and you know how to work around chest tubes and some of the important things about that, those lines, drains, and tubes to help keep the patient safe and make sure nothing gets disrupted. So CNAs actually do a lot of stuff, a lot of, you know, it's not just a mindless job if if some of you think that, shame on you, but it's not. You got to know a lot. You work really, really hard. Um, And so we originally started this with, should I become a CNA before going to nursing school? So of those things I mentioned, if you can learn all of those things, start practicing those things, that is going to get you, you know primed, locked, and loaded, and ready to go for nursing school because you will be coming in with so many skills already you will you know as those things that I've already mentioned uh you'll have more experience with how to interact with patients and different personalities, different communication styles, even have having had experience with uh crucial conversations, the demanding patient also prioritizing you'll be pulled in so many ways. You'll learn how to prioritize the care that you need to provide. um, you know, which which comes first, helping someone who's a follower to the bathroom or getting someone a glass of water. Okay. So you'll have the opportunity to have practice and exercise these things if you work as a CNA before becoming an RN. So, number one reason is you're gonna gain invaluable experience and exposure. And these things can really help advance. Your education when you go to nursing school, because you'll, you're not starting from ground zero. You'll have some working knowledge. You will have seen some things that were right, not so right, and were flat out wrong, but you'll have that visual in your head. You'll have that lived experience that's ingrained in a different way than just reading a textbook or watching a video. And so when you go to do some clinicals or have some experience or practice or a lab as a nursing student, you will already have Had some working experience and like, okay, I know some basics, I know some fundamentals, I know how this works. So at least I have an idea. And then you can build on this knowledge. Also, with that invaluable experience, my experience has been that CNAs are much more confident at approaching patients, interacting with them, and taking care of them. I don't know about you, but as a nursing student and even as a nursing instructor, I think what I observe the most is that the nursing student is very shy and not wanting to disrupt the patient. In clinical settings, because they're not really sure where their place is, and you know it's a little awkward, those type of things. But at CNAs, we co- I worked in CNA. We come in. We roll in like, "Hey, Mr. Jones, I'm, you know, I'm Alice, and we work with you today. I'm a nursing student, but I also work as a CNA, so I'm here to help take care of you. So let's, you know, I'd like to start by taking your vital signs. We're gonna do blood pressure, temperature. Then I'm gonna check your oxygen level and some things like that, and we'll get started. How's that? So it just seems like CNAs, because of that work experience. You know, they get in and they get it done. So, you know, I love working with CNAs. Another reason reason number two, uh, according to the article on nurse.org called Three Reasons to Become a CNA Before a Registered Nurse. Second reason is by working as a CNA before you go to nursing school, it can actually decrease your burnout and job stress. And it's because you will have gained so much insight as a CNA. And this can actually reduce your burnout and stress because you understand the demand of the jobs. You understand what the job entails. You understand what the supplies are, what the uh, resources are, how much time we have. And basically, you know the assignments. And so knowing these things will help you to set some realistic expectations before becoming a nurse. And again, before you put a lot of time and money in school and on a degree, it's important that you get exposure to this to see if this is even the field that you want to enter. Okay. Because once you're in nursing school and then you become an RN and then you realize, oh my God, this job is stressful. This job is hard. Like I thought I was just going to give meds. I didn't realize I was going to have to feed some people. I didn't realize I was going to have to turn some people. I didn't like, you have to understand what this job really entails and Side note, when you become a LVN or an RN, doesn't mean that you're excluded from doing CNA duties. You actually still are responsible for those things plus some, okay? I hate to see this. I hate to see sometimes RNs kind of just sitting on their butts at the nursing station or at their quads and like the CNAs are running around ragged trying to help patients call lights and this, this, and that. And all the RN is doing is calling the CNA like, oh, so-and-so needs to use the bathroom. Okay. So that was one of the things that actually helped me to be a better nurse because I was actually treated that way by some RNs or when I was a CNA, when I was going to school, I did not like it. So now whenever I'm at work and I'm always like getting, collaborating, like who's my CNA today? Who, Who am I working with? Okay, cool. Okay. Jody, me and you, we're gonna have a great day. No shenanigans, no nonsense. If you need help, let me know. I'll call you when I need help, but you know, let's make sure, you know, We'll get the vital signs, do some baths and turnings and stuff like that. If you call me, we could get done faster. Okay. And let me know what you need and I'll help you. And then I'll call you when I when I I need some help too. Okay. Cool. And then I give a rundown on the patients. And so it like fosters teamwork. I know how stressful it is to work as a CNA. So I really don't want to impart that on someone else. So if I can make someone's job easier, if I can improve our collaboration, teamwork makes a dream work and happy staff. Happy patients, okay? But also, you know, what are some things that I saw as a CNA that were really helpful for me before going to nursing school and becoming RN? I got to be around code blues. Like those are high stressful situations. Now as a CNA, I can't administer medications, but I could be doing CPR. I could be helping to ambu bag a patient because those are BLS skills that you may need to know. I may need to go get supplies, bring the crash cart, um, help put the pads on those type of things as a CNA, I can do. So it's important that I got exposure to that. So I can kind of see like, Ooh, this is all that's going on. It helped me anticipate the stressors. So I got to see some cold blues. I got exposed to bodily fluids, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, urine, bleeding, sputum. And sometimes there's pus and other things like, and some things that are just not even mentionable that you don't even necessarily anticipate, but we see them anyways, right? Getting to see the scent, the smell, the the aroma, even through the masks, right? The aroma, the amount, exposure to that was something that, although you can always, always be 100% prepared for these smells, you can anticipate them and at least be a little bit better with controlling your facial and bodily responses to them so you don't make the patient feel more self-conscious or feel bad about that. But for a long time, when people would vomit or like, I forget that word it's called when they, you know, when they like a gag, I would get really sick. So I learned how to better handle myself when a patient was going through that and also, you know, be quick about identifying that and getting, helping the, as a CNA, helping them connect them with the nurse and getting them the medication they need, but also getting them a basin, sitting them up in a position that would so they wouldn't aspirate on their own vomit, those type of things. And oftentimes I had to clean them when that would happen. There's also a physical expectation. Pushing, pulling, lifting patients. You don't always have hoyer lifts and all these fancy dancy gadgets. Sometimes patients fall on the ground and you know, you're having to deal with that. Sometimes patients have to get put in restraints because they're a danger to themselves and others. And having to move quickly and move equipment while the patient is connected to it while getting them to the bathroom or like getting them to the CT scanner with all their stuff. So there's that expectation. Also getting exposed to how busy it was, how much time patients really need. Sometimes you have patients who are on the call lights often, 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 often needing things. And it wasn't always because they just wanted to talk, but they were sick. They were throwing up, they were pooping on themselves or like they were bleeding or something was changing. So those are those are things, and also it also helped me anticipate care. So, if I could get a patient all set up, like okay, they think I've fresh pot water, call lights within reach, their bed their bed is clean, they've been repositioned, their linens clean, they've already had their dinner. Like I've gotten everything done that I could, that I can eliminate unnecessary calls back and forth to the room, and there's just multiple demands on your time. Sometimes it's oh, can you drop this off to the lab? Can you go pick up the blood? Can you help transport a patient? Can you help uh, transfer this person from the bed to the gurney? This person wants to go to the bathroom. We're getting admission. There's a cold blue over there. Like you're pulled in so many different ways. Getting exposed to that in the CNA role, where my responsibility still was important, but maybe it wasn't like I had to go grab some uh, medicine out of the pixis and administer it very quickly because someone's seizing. Like it was a different level of responsibility, but still a responsibility. But I got exposed to it to determine like, do I really want to do this? Or, you know, maybe I like this part, but I don't like this part. So maybe this isn't the unit where I want to work, right? So I got to see a little bit of, see a lot really of what is expected in the role to determine, do I want to move forward and finish nursing school and become a nurse? And a third reason why I think it's a great idea to become a CNA before you go to nursing school is because it actually makes you look like the ideal school candidate. So nursing school can be very competitive. We know that, right? Some people have these point systems. You got to have so many things um, to make your application look stellar and stand out and kind of meet the criteria for being accepted. And whenever someone is, has the certification, like your certified nursing suit, that is gold. You got to put that on your application. Let the nursing school know that you have that. Uh, and those applications actually stand out from the pack. Now I'm talking about certified nursing assistants, but even other allied health related professions that would be helpful is like even a emergency medical te- technician, an EMT, or a phlebotomist. Even if you're someone who's worked as a home health aide, or maybe you've worked as a teletech, Uh, And even if you've been a unit secretary, you know, I've mentioned a whole bunch of roles that have exposure to nursing. However, I would have to say the nursing assistant, hands down, is the one that's going to be most physically and uh, emotionally (laughs) priming you for preparation to be a nurse here. But it's an ideal uh, certification to see on a nursing student's application. But let me say this. Now, this is just me. I'm going to keep it 100 with you guys. When I see a certification on your application, I'm going to look for matching work history. So if I don't see the matching work history, but I see the CNA certificate, I'm going to ask. I'm like, oh, so you went to school to become a CNA. Did you get the opportunity to work as one? And some people may say, no, I wanted to go straight into nursing school. You may be, you may you may be asked, so what made you go, beca- want to become a CNA before applying to nursing school? Now, let's be honest. Some of you, some, of The real answer is I wanted to make my re- nursing resume look good, right? But I don't think many people are going to say that. Some might, I don't know. But some will say, oh, I wanted to be better prepared with how to take care of people. And becoming a nursing assistant, I thought was a great entry point, which is a good answer. But I'm also going to look for some work history. Now, if you just got it and you're applying to nursing school, I can see where, oh, there's not been enough time that's elapsed since you've gotten your CNA. But if you've had it for a while and you've not worked as a CNA, but you've worked elsewhere, I would be curious to know why haven't you? Because this is me. This is not just me. I, I, I know a handful of leaders who would do this because in my role um, as a clinical nurse specialist, I was responsible for hiring, especially new grads into our critical care areas. There's a question I asked. Oh, you have uh, your ACLS, you have your CNA, you have all of these certifications. And while the knowledge, while you've gained absolutely hands down, I'm sure you've gained some knowledge from that. We all know what happens when you gain information, but you don't use it, you lose it. And so I am more interested in someone who has actually had the lived experience and, you know, who's rolled their sleeves up and, you know, got their hands in the mud there and they're actually working as a CNA. So I think it's really important that if you're going to become a CNA while you are before you become uh, going to apply for nursing school or, or go to nursing school, that you have an opportunity to work as such. Now, if you do it right before you apply and you get in and you're in nursing school, I understand your studies need to take priority, but as most adults do, we have to work. So it would be helpful to see that you are working as a CNA Um, If you do have to work while you were in nursing school, Um, that will actually complement your studies. And it's actually super helpful because while you're studying in school and then you go to work, um, you can actually take much of what you're learning in school and apply it or ask questions of the nurses and doctors that you're around. So it can actually reinforce learning. So I think that's such a great thing to have before you apply to um, nursing school. And obviously, if you have this type of experience and you've had work experience. Um, now, my work experience was at a nursing home. So, gosh, let me think back. I was getting ready to go into nursing school. I took the there was a, like a CNA. It's like your first actually it was like a, a short it was a short program. I worked at a nursing home while I went to when I was doing my LBN uh, as a I worked as a, a CNA and it was hard work total care patients. Uh, So I was bathing, turning, providing hygiene, feeding people, getting them dressed, like the total, all of that, oral care, those type of things. So when you do those things, you get real personable and more comfortable with how to care for someone and how to handle the human body and handle it with respect and dignity and communicating with a person while you're doing it who may feel a loss of independence or feel bad, here's your opportunity to communicate with them because not only is the care that you provide physical, but also mental and emotional and spiritual as well and how we communicate and empower, um, inspire, and leave our patients with hope. So that's why having that hands-on experience is really important. Now, let's say you weren't thinking about it, but you got into nursing school even without the CNA certificate, the CNA certification, but now you're like, you know what? I'm a nursing school. I think this would be a great idea. Should you still become a CNA while you're a nursing school? Absolutely. Listen, you still got to finish the program, pass the NCLEX before you can work as a nurse. If you have the opportunity to work in the health profession, whether as a CNA, an EMT, unit clerk, teletech, a home health aide, any of those things, I say do it because for all of those things that I mentioned previously, they're going to be very helpful. Now I'm sticking with CNA because again, I think that's the one that's going to be most closely related in preparing you for nursing, especially if you're working in acute care or long-term care facilities. But to become a CNA while you're already in nursing school can be challenging because you've already put money and time into nursing school. How are you going to study and do practice skills and all that stuff to become a CNA? Well, it might be something that you have to do on the weekends it might be something that you do during the summer or you might be in a program where i know some nursing schools are like this after your first fundamental semester you actually have met hours because you're still going to do some nursing clinicals and fundamentals you've done some and that and that's the semester where you're doing basic assessments vital signs some very basic fundamental things and that is enough information and training and didactics for you to sit for the c uh, nursing uh, assistant certification exam. And so I say, go for it. You do it rather have it and have the ability to use it. than you're like, you know what? I missed my boat on this. I should have. De- I should have did this back then because hopefully you graduate from nursing school, take your NCLEX right away and you're working and you get a job right away. But if not, you're going to need to do something. So working as a CNA is actually a great thing. And let's also re- recognize this, that as you're working as a CNA, this actually allows you the opportunity to work in different environments to see, is this the place where I want to work? Hmm. Let me see if I like pediatrics. I become a CNA working in pediatrics. Nope. Don't like it. Or maybe I become a CNA in labor and delivery. Mm-mm, nope. Don't like it. Um, oh, I want to be a CNA in med surge, critical care, ER, long-term care facility. Like you get exposure to so many different environments to learn if this is what you want to do. And let's say you find the, the specialty or area where you want to work. Bingo. Now you can network with the doctors and the nurses there, get, you know, let your reputation precede you, show up on time, do a great job. And then maybe those people, same very same people, will be able to influence the hiring process and hopefully get you a job on there. Or if anything, be willing to provide a reference for you in that specialty area. So there are so many benefits to working as a CNA either before going to nursing school or while you are in nursing school. And For the most part, CNA programs are low cost. If you're going to, they're not that long. If you do it full time, maybe three or four weeks at some places, they're not as expensive as you think they are. Um, And you can, it provides you so much information, so much knowledge and actually tees you up for a career in nursing. So it's going to open your eyes to so many things because you're going to be a certified nursing assistant and able to work in the hospital and long-term care. You're going to be able to do uh, home health. You're going to be able to work in the schools as a CNA. Like there's so many things you can do as a CNA. I don't want you to underestimate that. You know, CNAs have gotten a bad rap and they are a very important part of the healthcare team. And I treat my CNAs like gold. I buy them coffee. I buy them lunch. Because any nurse knows if you treat the CNA shitty, Oh, believe me, you're going to have a, a rough, tough shift. And not that anyone should do this, but I'll just say I've seen it. Oh, the nurse is really shitty to me. She could turn her own patients. Oh, patient has a cube. I'll tell her at the end of the shift or, you know, all of these things like there's so many ways that unfortunately, CNAs could sabotage you if you are a shitty nurse to them. Now, I'm not saying that they do that. I've seen it done, but <laughs> I'm just keeping it 100 let's not do that. Let's not do that. Let's treat everyone with kindness, respect. Let's be honorable. Let's empower everyone to, you know, go after their educational pursuits. Let's support that. Let's work good together so we can get into nursing school, so we can pass that NCLEX and that we can have more nurses enter the workforce because Lord knows we need you. We need you because the nurses that are working now are tired. We're tired. We're overworked and we need great nurses to come aboard and many times that starts with being a CNA and I started as a CNA. I went from CNA to LVN to RN with associates, RN with a bachelor's to a clinical nurse specialist with my master's to post-master's nurse practitioner and (sighs) I'm being recruited for more school. Yes, I am. But you know what? I like what I do. I like what I'm doing now. So I'm not sure what the future holds with me for school. I used to say, oh, I'm never going back to school. I won't say that per se, but it's going to take a very compelling program to get me there. But to go back to this, to our our caller that left the message, should I become a CNA before going to nursing school? Absolutely. I think it's the best thing that you could do. It prepares you for, it teaches you up for a great career in nursing, sets you up with some job security. So you do have a role in healthcare that's vitally needed as well. And yeah. And that's my thoughts on that. And please, if you have any questions, you can share, you know, share, share it with me. Uh, Let us know. You can email me at nursealice at nurse.org. Leave a comment, a rating review on this podcast. We'd like to do some follow-up questions. And then also you can send your message or comment to 725-910-9676. That's our hotline. The Ask Nurse Alice podcast hotline. That's 725-910-9676. If you have a follow-up to this podcast, maybe you have a different question, Um, we'd like to answer that. But, you know, until then, we want to make sure you share this podcast with your friends, your colleagues, your classmates, to some future nursing students, to some high schoolers, um, someone who might be interested in going to the healthcare profession, but they're not really sure what they want to do. So I hope this information has been very helpful. So uh, thanks so much for tuning in, guys, and for listening. So guys, until next time, please make good choices, be kind to one another, and live well, my friends. Thanks for listening to Ask Nurse Alice. Visit nurse.org for nursing career, education, and community resources.